I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, sports fans, I'm Cam Stewart. Your sports grid news and betting update. It's time to get on the grid, everyone. An MRI today confirmed that Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes suffered a dislocated kneecap. The good news, there's no further significant damage, sources telling the NFL Network. The plan is apparently for Mahomes to return this year after a brief absence. His best-case scenario prior to the MRI reportedly at at least three weeks. Mahomes' timetable for return could be about four to six weeks' time. However, the quarterback is seeking another option as well. He suffered the injury on a sneak in the second quarter in Thursday's win over Denver, and backup Matt Moore replaced him. The reigning NFL MVP could aim for a return in Week 11 versus the L.A. Chargers, though the Chiefs do have a bye week in Week 12. Mahomes leads the NFL with 2,180 passing yards and is tied for first place with 15 touchdown passes. Saints running back Alvin Kamara out for the Bears game on Sunday due to knee and ankle injuries. He played through the pain last week but missed all of practices this week. The 24-year-old has 373 rushing yards and a touchdown over his first six games while adding 276 yards in a score receiving as well. Latavius Murray will assume his spot in the Saints starting lineup. Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky had three good days of practice. He's now been upgraded to questionable versus the Saints. The New Orleans New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley participated fully in practice today, putting him in line to return this Sunday versus the Arizona Cardinals. Quote, unquote, he's unavailable, said Coach Pat Shermer. Barkley missed the last three games after spraining his ankle September 22nd versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. More good news for the Giants. Evan Ingram practicing. He's likely to play, but wide out Sterling Shepard out for Sunday. As for the L.A. Rams, Coach Todd McVay expects running back Todd Gurley and newly acquired corner Jalen Ramsey both to suit up Sunday versus the Atlanta Falcons. NBA fans are going to have to wait for Zion in the regular season. Zion Williamson now expected to miss a period of weeks to start the NBA's regular season. The 19-year-old will undergo further evaluations on his right knee today. The number one overall pick lived up to the hype in limited preseason work. In four games, he averaged 23.3 points on 71.4% shooting, while also adding 6.5 boards and 2.3 assists per contest. The Yankees on the ropes. Do or die time. Game five of the LCS between the Yanks and Houston Astros goes down tonight, 7.08 Eastern. Houston up 3-1 in the best of seven series. Justin Verlander gets the call for Houston tonight. That's going to be tough. James Paxton gets the call for New York. Houston. Minus 145, total seven and a half. And some sad news, uh, Yankees legendary pitcher CC Sabathia has thrown his last pitch in the majors. Next stop, Cooperstown for the big southpaw. The Yankees replacing their injured lefty on the ALCS roster with right-hander Brad Heller, ending his 19-year veteran career. CC, one of only 18 pitchers in MLB history, has strike out over 3,000 batters. More good news for the pinstripes. Giancarlo Stanton returns to the lineup for the Yankees tonight as well. Busy Friday, NCAA football. Uh, early start time, 6.30, Marshall at Florida Atlantic. Owls, ooh, ooh, minus four, 58 and a half. Seven o'clock, Pittsburgh laying three and a half at Syracuse, 52 and a half. 8.30, Big Ten, Ohio State, minus 27 at Northwestern, 50-year total. 10 o'clock, UNLV at Fresno State. The Bulldogs, 14 and a half, 53. The New Jersey Devils have signed 2017 first overall pick Nico Heischer to a seven-year contact extension for $7.25 million per season. He finished seventh in Calder voting, recording 52 points in 82 games. The 20-year-old center picked up 47 points in 69 games last season. Six-pack in the NHL, Colorado and Florida. Panthers minus 146.5. Nathan McKinnon, the star of the Avs, game-time decision tonight. Dallas at Pittsburgh, Penn's playing 50 cents, 5.5. Rangers at Washington, Caps minus 226.5. 8.30 action. Columbus at Chicago, Blackhawks minus 140. 6.5 is your total. 905, Detroit at Edmonton, Oilers hot and minus 210, 6.5. 
10.05 Carolina, leaning a quarter at Anaheim, five and a half. NBA preseason action. We got a couple games, seven o'clock, Washington to Philly, Sixers minus nine, 216. Toronto's at Brooklyn, Nets minus three, 223 and a half. Houston laying seven at Miami, 224, eight o'clock. New Orleans minus one and a half at the Knicks, 232, 830 action. Memphis at San Antonio, five and a half is your total, 218. And uh, we got 1030 action. Lakers at Golden State. The Warriors minus seven, 223. UFC on ESPN six from Boston, Mass tonight. Weidman versus Reyes. This gets going at nine o'clock. Reyes minus 160. Weidman a plus 150 dog. PGA Tour round two of the CJ Cup from Nine Bridges in Korea. Tournament favorite Justin Thomas went low today, nine under 63. He has a two shot lead at minus 13. Open to France, George Casilla and Nicholas Kotsarts. They shared the lead at nine under. Two games in the CFL tonight. Toronto at Montreal. Owls minus 10, 52 and a half. And Saskatchewan laying seven at BC 47. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts hour one of Red Eat and Rage. He's in the studio today. We'll talk to our boy Babano. It's football Friday. Friday. We'll break it all down. So come on, tune it up. Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions has begun. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Red Heat and Rage. I'm Renzi. We're throwing it down in Studio 34. Midtown Manhattan. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart uh, with us. We'll be with you till about 7 o'clock. Then we'll return in-game live uh, tonight, of course. Houston Astros can eliminate the New York Yankees uh, this evening. We have a full slate of college football uh, tonight. Friday night has really become a uh, college uh, football uh, night. We've got uh, NHL hockey, and um, Bob Bano will step up and, in and uh, join us. We'll break down all the NFL games week seven uh, as well. The Raging Redhead Cam Stowe, what's going on, Cam? Uh, nothing, just playing some ponies. Gabe, it's been pretty good day at Belmont. It looks pretty nice there, so I got to assume it's nicer in New York. I could always tell your weather by the tracks in New York when I'm watching. Uh, Babano, I don't know where he's going to be today. We always call him on Friday. I don't know what how, what kind of horseshoes this guy's got got up his ass, but every Friday is like the best day of the year when we call him another sunny, beautiful, hot day. He's probably pounding beers on a patio somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming that Babano um, lives on, uh, I don't know. I think Babano got some cash settlement or something like that, or he inherited money. Because, yeah, he sits around watching CFL football uh, games all day, and uh, he hangs out at uh, craft breweries. <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, some people go to work. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, I'm stuck. I spend, like, literally two hours a day on the Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm in the middle of uh, the rat race jungle, literally and figuratively, in uh, midtown Manhattan. But other than that, uh, everything's great. Everything's great. And you know what? That's good. There's sort of a... Uh, well, you know what? It could be worse. I could have it as bad as uh, Megan Markle uh, does. As I see hashtag trending right now. We love you, Megan. You know what's funny? You know a woman's going to be trouble when her own father said she's going to be trouble. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> like, point. Her That's own father point. said, yeah, the royal family is going to regret uh, bringing her into the palace. <laughs> and I don't know what her deal is. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm more of a uh, I'm more of a uh, Princess Kate uh, than Megan. I'm on Team Kate, but um, yeah, Megan Markle says uh, not many people asked her if she's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like oh, you're wow. a D League actress, like you know, you know, like 
Really? Like you're a Bush League, D League actress that did like a, uh, like, I think yeah, she suits. did like a winner's commercial. Like, oh, I, no, I think no. that's the bigger thing, biggest thing. She did like a winner's commercial in Toronto yeah, before. Actually, actually, Gabe, lower end than winners. It's a Reitman's. discount. Uh, yeah, Reitman's for like bigger woman and bad style. Like, yeah, it was like a Reitman's ad. Like winners is even a step up. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, wow, like you're doing a commercial for plus uh, women's wear and, uh, you know, bad slacks. And all of a sudden you're a princess pretty crazy what an upgrade yeah you can tell she's not princess material no um, <laughs> really? I, I don't know what she's crying about or something I know. Boo people hoo. are saying i'm insensitive because i said boo-hoo exactly i believe uh i'll get my exact tweet uh, on the other side yeah so where's papano at i don't know probably uh, eating soup drinking beer living the high life the boat, right in a world-class metropolis that is hamilton Game time decisions. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decisions. Get on the grid. Sports grid. I'm Marenzi, Midtown Manhattan. And uh, speaking of Manhattan, uh, Cam, you'll probably remember uh, this, dude. You remember uh, Bozo the Clown? And uh, yep. not literally Bozo the Clown, but I'm speaking of uh, Andy Byford. Yep, I know Andy remember Byford. Andy yep. Byford? Yep, the he, clown who used to run the TTC here. Yeah, he ran the Toronto, uh, the Toronto public, uh, like the the uh, the subway and bus and, Worst you know, the TTC. In the world. Toronto Worst. Transit Commission. Ooh. And somehow he fell ass backwards and they gave him the keys to New York City. Insane. So now, though, he just resigned. <laughs> of course he did. This guy's a piece <laughs> of work, man. Oh, it, but he ruined the, 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 the game. I don't know a city, a world class city in Toronto would be tied for the fourth biggest city. Subways closed on Saturday. Can't get up here. Like every single week, holiday weekend. Ah, we're closed this weekend. Trouble on track A. Like, I'm just telling you, man, like this guy, I. I don't know what happened. It's kind of like Homer Simpson at the plant, right? There's accidents, but he just keeps on coming back to work. I don't understand it. No, we have one of the worst transit systems, and I feel sorry for the people of New York that they have to endure this guy because, man, he's brutal. Uh, he really is, and it's much of the same here except times like 12. Yeah. And um, the thing is, he he gave his letter of resignation, uh, but he they didn't accept it, or he's back, or it's just breaking that he tried to resign. And it says here, they're like, uh, says here, Andy, Andy can go wherever he wants. And I'm thinking, like, how the hell is this guy like sought after? Like, <laughs> like does any? He's like a football coach that's terrible and gets hired for these like prime jobs all the time. Yeah, he's here it is. Pay a lot. Yeah, no, he really does. Like, he was in London first. He was like the assistant in London. Butchered London. And he really wasn't like, you know, he was like the assistant to the, whatever. He was like one of the dudes on the head team in London, England, which is a big-ass subway system and stuff. Oh, no, big time. Yeah, it is big, big time and sophisticated Huge. and modern and stuff. So he parlayed that into becoming the uh, the chief of Toronto. Fail. 
And uh, yeah, he did app like people like were, would have assaulted him. Like if you see him in public and stuff, like people <laughs> oh, yeah. hated this guy. Like he was like literally like one of the most hated men in the city. Like he really right. was. People were had- like, oh, if I ever saw Byford, I'd punch him in the face. Like. If you had those guys on stage, like, uh, you know, uh, Ford and Byford, they'd hit Byford first. And let me tell you, Ford's not a very popular no. guy <laughs> in these parts now. So, yeah, so, <laughs> it tells you. Yeah, and, but somehow, then he, then, then, they give, then he takes over New York. It's like, hey, did That's you guys cool. ever, like, visit Toronto and see, like, the job he's done? <laughs> like... A great job with the renovations over at Union Station. Oh, yeah. They still got plywood up there. It Dude. was supposed to be done a year and a half ago. <laughs> Taking 17 years. Oh, it's unbelievable. Where's yeah, the when I moved there, oh. they were renovating Union Station. I remember. It's they're still renovating Union Station. Like, still. They have. It's like, dude, I lived there for years, Cam. I've been lost in there. I'm like, I don't know how to get out, man. It's like a maze of like plywood. There's no signs. Like, I've I've come close to like just kicking the wood. I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to smash my way out. Like, it's literally like kindergarten kids got arrows and crayons, like this way to there. Like, no, I've even talked. I remember there was some, uh, when I was down there, I was in the underground. I was talking to some tourists from like Sweden. They were just like flabbergasted going, is this some kind of joke? I go, you don't know how long it's been under repair for, but you said it, man. Like for a world-class city, there's a lot of things that are done. F minus. Like he gets a F on the report card. Brutal. Twitter is all on his side. That's uh, why I'm like, no, they're like uh, Andy Byford's the best thing that happened to the subway. Governor Cuomo, I guess uh, Byford and Cuomo are feuding. And one thing about Cuomo he doesn't take crap, Cam. Like, no, he's, he's one of these new UC. He's one of these. He's he's tough. So, you know, he knows Byford's a clown. I'm on Team Cuomo on this. Byford's a clown, people. All right. Um, you know, we could find a homeless dude outside of Madison Square Garden right now, and he'll do the same job as Byford. Byford, like, is I don't know how he. You know, Byford. He's got like a skill of like convincing people he does a good job. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of those. That, that's the thing, man. There's a lot of people like him out there. Like I've been in both of his cities, Cam. Yeah, I can really cool. attest to this, right? I can attest he's a failure, big time. Listen, I don't take the uh, I don't take the MTA very often. Fortunately, luckily for me. Yeah, yep. um, I you know I haven't had horrible experiences on it, but I know people do on a daily basis. Uh, I deal with uh, the NJIT more, New Jersey uh, Transit System, and um, nice. yeah, they're psychopaths. <laughs> like, um, I've dealt with a lot of public transit uh, and stuff. Came over the years, like you know, Vegas, LA, Montreal, Toronto, New Jersey. Like they're the craziest. Like they don't stop; it stops, bro. You have to flag them down. <laughs> they do like 168 miles an hour. Like every bus you take in New Jersey, you think you're in a movie Speed. Like, it's like if Buddy, like, you know, I think if they go, like, under under 90, you know, like, the bus is going to blow up. So, uh, speaking <laughs> of blowing things up, uh, the Yankees are a couple of hours away from getting blown up uh, yeah. tonight. I think it comes to an end. I'm kicking myself for not just taking the Astros as underdogs. That was your first instinct. I'll I give know. you credit. You I even know. said it. Like, I, I, could, I don't even need to replay the tape. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm aware. I like Houston. I went on. Hey, we had a great night last night. Montreal over the board. Hockey went good. Chiefs. All the things happened, but you're right, Gabe. Totally wrong on that game. They got to got to the Yankees pitching staff. It, it's hard to get in front of Houston, and you basically said it. Who's Cardano betting on uh, Houston? He wins a game. That's the play. Uh, you should find out who he's betting on tonight. We'll just ride his wave. But I like Houston. Like 
with Verlander going, they'll they'll want to end it right now. No screwing around. Uh, Cardano will probably say, "Well, everyone's on Houston tonight, so I'll Houston, take I'll the, Yankees. the Yankees." Yeah, see, that's that's maybe uh, he's going he's to shake things up. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to good one. shake he things winners. up. So he listen, we've winners. got a uh, this big Friday night uh, tonight of sports. You got the baseball game. We have a bunch of college football. Normally, there's only a couple of games, but there's four. actually you know, yeah, there's four college football games. Uh, we have the Major League Baseball game, and uh, we have the UFC from Boston that, of course, features uh, Boston Salmon. Boston Salmon. Yeah, Boston Boom Boom Salmon. Boston Salmon fighting in Boston, and the ironic part is he's not from Boston. It's great. I know the fact is he's not from Boston. He's a Hawaiian dude. That's great. Uh, Boston, Boston Salmon. Boston Salmon. That's the dude's name. That's uh, amazing. Or it might be the uh, the restaurant or you know, brewery that the Babano's at. Like I, you know, like I, I told know, the Chris Nyland story, Cam. Like, like even you, you're even you're not at the local bar. Like even if you weren't doing this radio show and TV show right now, no. I believe even you, you wouldn't be at the bar already. No, I would be playing horse. I'd be doing what I'm doing now with beers at home, and then I'd probably go. But you're right, Gabe. Like even if I was unemployed. I'd probably go to the bar a few days a week, but I wouldn't go. But Bano's like trying to tell me like I'm a creepy drinker. He's living like he like yeah, I did yeah, in my mid twenties yeah. when I was yeah, in homicide. Like yeah, I used to go to the Fun Electric at three in the afternoon and get blasted every day. You know what I mean? Like without the coffee, instead it's booze. You meet your buddies every day. You know how these seniors meet at McDonald's. Hey, we get free refills. But Bano goes down. He gets a, a bowl of soup. He starts crushing craft beers. Put his bets together. Yeah, no, he's living the life of uh, leisure, Gabe. Uh, you got to hand it to this guy. I don't have the money to live like Babano. That's the problem. I got a lot of bills. I just uh, put put more holes in my plaster, put up a smoke detector today. I had, uh, last time the fire guy came by, he goes, you're liable for everything. If anything burns down, it's your fault if you don't put the smoke detector in. So I had to go buy a smoke detector for like 50 bucks today. I got the tools out. You know me. I'm useless, Gabe. I can't even put anything together. Just, you know, everything's so hard. That's that's the problem. You know, I can't I, do I don't anything. know why they make everything so hard. I know. I, know. I bought a futon. I asked the guy, I said, listen, like, do you just have to screw the legs in? He looks at me like I'm crazy. Damn, there's like 82 screws, Allen keys, like this and no. that. It's like, I just, why can't you just screw in like the legs, like the old days? Like, what do you, what do I need? And like, there's like Allen keys and like lug nuts. It's like, right. You just want to go. I tried to do it too, Cam. I gave up after like 10 minutes. I was like fumbling with the Allen key and stuff. I'm like, screw this. I'll go to that Kathy Lee Gifford uh, app. Yeah, tackle. tackle, tackle I was just it. To say that I want to call tackle because yeah, yeah but I called. I I I looked at the app. Yeah, and so they want pricey ninety four dollars. Put it's done. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can pay a guy for a case of beer. Uh, no, I'm, like I looked. I'm looking for. I even looked and I found a bunch of dudes. Local handyman. It's like less. It's a twenty minute job. You come over. I'm thinking fifty bucks, forty, fifty bucks. I was going to give my guy a quarter of weed to put up my smoke detector. I did it myself. <laughs> Tackle it, my ass. $25. Tackle it. You should see, Cam. They want like 400 bucks to put like a coffee table together and stuff. Oh, Yeah. Good job, Kathy Lee. Thanks for nothing. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. the next daily fantasy millionaire dunk on your nba dfs competition with dailyroto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season compete with the pros with the dailyroto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in nba dfs plus lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and much more save 10 percent winning nba dfs advice with the promo code dunk that's visit dailyroto.com slash dunk to learn more that's dailyroto.com slash dunk dailyroto.com where millionaires are made and remember to follow us on youtube and instagram at sports grid tv back to you gabe sports grid tv youtube and instagram thank you very much we will be dunking it uh next week the start of the national basketball association regular season on tuesday night uh zion williamson you get the feeling this kid's always going to be hurt actually so yeah. i really wasn't surprised i mean the kid played you know half a game of the uh the summer league there was an earthquake he had a couple of dunks. There was literally and literally an earthquake, and he hasn't played since. <laughs> and, well, yeah. He played in the preseason a bit, and now he's hurt again. He's going to be out like weeks, too. Yeah. Not just a couple of games, so good start there. Huh? There was two and a half points uh, to the line move. The Raptors were five-point favorites in this game. Now they're seven and a half seven point a half. Uh, favorites. So Zion's worth two and a half points, even though he hasn't played a game in the NBA uh, yet. All right. We were going to Skype uh, with Babano, but... I don't, I don't know. Babano is, uh, you know, Babano likes to get out. What can you say? Uh, Babano yeah, lives uh, the life of somebody that won the lottery, uh, you might say. Besides living in Dundas. Sorry, Cam, that's too good. That was good. He's the king of Dundas. See, me and Cam really are like the old guys in, in the Muppets. Huh? We are. Like, like, that was great. He's living the life, but yeah, he's, he's in Dundas. Oh, Dundas. It's like Don Rickles. Just kidding, Dundas. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Love you. Love we you. Love, we love Don't steal my hubcaps. Love you. Yeah. It's, a, it's uh, a perfect community for Babano because he lives the life leisurely. of like a rich senior. Yeah. yeah Babano lives, yeah, leisurely. Babano lives the life like some of the dudes I see at the Meadowlands. They show up every day. Yeah. Some of them have a beer. Some of them have their coffee, coffee. their racing form. Papers. They even have like Babano has old man hair. Yeah. Perfect but like hair. he's not going to go bald. It'll just oh. thin out and sort of gray as the years go on. It'll be greasy. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Back. He'll like be the greasy rat. guy at the tie cat game with his old buddies having a beer. Hey, guys. So uh, like Babano now joins us. So Babano, where are you? There's only we only you know there's only like a couple places you could be. You're either having a nice uh, hot bowl of soup, um, at some sort of soup uh, festival. You're at your local diner that you seem to enjoy uh, eating dinner and like an old person, the old early bird special. Or, you know, the old, uh, you know, the old, um, the old itch for a couple of drinks kicked in a little earlier today. You have to hit your favorite watering hole for happy hour. So where are you, Babano, since you're not at home again? 
Yeah, I'm wrong on all counts. I actually am at home today. Uh, unfortunately, the resident boozer had to pack it in today uh, and so, couldn't make it down to the uh, Fairweather how Brewery. How come we're not like on Skype? <laughs> uh, the computer's doing a virus scan and it takes forever and it slows uh, down the computer and oh, it, oh, it, 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 huh? you cannot run Skype on when this thing's doing its thing. So, uh, otherwise I would, absolutely. I would have jumped on if, uh, uh, wasn't doing that at the time, but yeah, I am home today. You're unfortunately, home. no beer in hand either right now. So I'm just, no, 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 uh, I'm, just, I'm not judging you. At the moment. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm no, not. I don't trust you, Pat. I like to have some drinks too. With no judgment here. Yeah. yeah okay. we're, we're not, we're not judging you. All right. Uh, so, well, you sound clear at least. Uh, so that, that's a good start. All right. Uh, yeah, so, no background. No background noise is the dead giveaway that I'm at home. <laughs> so let's jump in. We got uh, college football. Marshall at Florida Atlantic. Uh, Florida Atlantic are minus four. The game is at six thirty Eastern. Minus one ninety on the money line. Total is fifty eight. Uh, Pittsburgh three and a half point road favorites at the Cuse at the Dome. Accused plus 160 money line. Same number, actually. Minus 190. Pittsburgh minus 190. Total 52 and a half. Ohio State are 27 point road favorites at Northwestern over under 50. And the nightcap this evening, 10 o'clock uh, Eastern. We should note Ohio State and Northwestern is at uh, 8 30. And it was going to be on FS1, but it bumped it to the Big Ten Network because of the baseball game. And then we've got UNLV go fight win. Coming off their big win against Vanderbilt last week, getting 14 and a half at Fresno State. What do you think of the college football card tonight, Babano? Uh, yeah, we'll run down at rapid fire. I have a, half, uh, I have a small play on the over in the Marshall game. I don't think Doc Holliday's team is as good defensively as they've been in years past. I've seen them get gassed hey, a little bit this year. Like their- I'm aware of your rapid fires, Ben. I'm just like, you know, like, you know, we've got time, but I'm just stating. Like, yeah. there's, there's four yeah, I games. like the over in that game. I think their defense is down. I still like the offense, Isaiah Green and company. And Florida Atlantic's offense struggled early in the season, but we're starting to see that FAU offense get going as now they're facing Look who they competition in conference. They played so, Ohio State yeah. and Central Florida. Those were their two losses. Now they've won four straight since that game. I think FAU gets it done. Yeah, I would lean to the home favorite here, too. I like the over a bit more than that because I think Marshall's a pretty good team. I don't like betting against Marshall as an underdog. Holiday's been a good underdog coach in that role uh, over the years. So I like the over. I would lean FAU, too, but I'm going to stick to just the over there. I play Pitt minus three and a half against Syracuse. I don't want to say I've washed my hands at Syracuse, but I, I, I think this team's in big trouble. I did not like the fact that off a bye week last week against NC State, that offense still couldn't move the ball. Like we think of Syracuse as this high powered up tempo offense and they've they have not played well on that side of the ball. And Pitt's defense is good. You think back to the game against Penn State, you know, that's one of the few times Penn State's offense, you know, really didn't have a big day was when they played this Pittsburgh team. Uh, I just think Syracuse is trending in the wrong direction. Pittsburgh you know, had a nice win against Duke uh, previously. Uh, I think they're in a better, it's a short enough number that I'm comfortable laying it with Pitt uh, in that one. I'm passing on Ohio State Northwestern. I can't go against Northwestern in this kind of point spread range. We know Fitzgerald as a dog is great, uh, but I'm worried if they even find the end zone tonight against uh, Ohio State. I mean, their offense has been dismal. Hunter Johnson hasn't been anything to what we thought he would be, and the backup quarterback hasn't been, the second quarterback hasn't been great either. Uh, it's not a great spot for Ohio State, and I don't like laying this many points, but I'm not going to uh, go against Northwestern in this price range. And then UNLV, Fresno State. I, I took UNLV. Go fight win. Uh, plus 15 and a half against Fresno. I think Fresno's a bit down this year. They don't have the same quarterback play without McMary, and I think the defense is a little weaker uh, as well this year. I know UNLV's played 
without Armani Rogers. But uh, this new quarterback for them that started the last couple of weeks, Kenyon Obladi, Oblada, life goes on, Oblad. Uh, Kenyon Oblad for the uh, UNLV. He's uh, actually, I think, been a better pocket passer the last couple weeks than Armani Rogers. Rogers can run, but he's not a great passer. I think he's been fine at the quarterback spot. The travel is a little worried because they were at Vanderbilt with that big win last week, and now they're going to the West Coast. But I don't trust Fresno laying this many points, so I'm on UNLV there. Uh, Cam, what do you think of the college football games tonight? Yeah, they're tough, Gabe. Uh, the one thing I am looking at, uh, I, I think I am going to pull the trigger with uh, Northwestern. Ohio State's been an absolute wrecking ball, but you know, as the season gets colder a little bit, I think Fitzgerald will have his troops ready to go, bring their A game. Uh, I, I think 27 is a lot of points, Marancy. I think they can kind of hang in there, maybe lose by you know 14. I, th- I really expect a lot from the Wildcats tonight. It's kind of a leap of faith, but I'm just thinking, you know, rivalry type game. They're going to be up for Ohio State, bring their A game at home. Ohio State might just want to cruise through this one. I know they have big games down the line. So I think I'm going to take a shot with Northwestern. Not a huge play game because you see what Ohio State has done to Michigan State and everybody else. They killed everybody they played this year. I'm just thinking this is the time with Northwestern at home can cover a big number. I think FAU guys... But, Banner, you brought it up briefly. If you look at FAU, they're on a roll right now, four straight wins. Their offense is uh, starting to put it together. And um, you look at their losses. Look, they covered against Ohio State in week one. They were down like 28 nothing after five minutes. I was on Ohio State, and somehow the Buckeyes don't freaking cover. And it was impressive. FAU normally roll over and tap out in those paycheck games. Yeah. But uh, they didn't. They battled. And then the following week, uh, they got beat up by Central Florida, who are just on another level than FAU are right now. Uh, but since then, in conference play, they've been getting it done. Now, listen, as you stated, you know, Doc, Doc Holliday and this Marshall team, he's always been a great underdog. We know about his, uh, you take him at a bowl game blindly, guys. Write that down at home right now. Take Marshall at a bowl game. But um, I think they're going to have a hard time keeping up. Marshall struggled to score points as of late. And FAU won't struggle to score points at home. Not to mention Marshall, like, murdered them last year. And uh, we all know about college and the old revenge. I don't really know so much, you know, revenge. I think it's just road home stuff. Now it's at FAU where it's going to be payback time. I think FAU rolled them. I got to stay away from the Ohio State game. Either way, I'll just get screwed. If I had to do it, I would lean with Ohio State, you know, but I'm staying away from that. The um, the UNLV game, that's the, that's the tricky one, isn't yeah. it? I mean, you know, guys, look at UNLV. They go to Wyoming, they get massacred, like 57-30 or something, or 57-23 or whatever. They got, like, seriously massacred. Then they go in SEC country and they win. Like, UNLV are a right. very strange football team, Cam, where UNLV seem to play well against better teams and they'll cover – but then when they're supposed to like beat a team like Howard, they'll lose. And True. now tonight, the thing is, this isn't the Fresno State team from the last couple of years. Is it too many points, Ken? That's the question. And it's hard to have faith in, in UNLV fully, too. Hard to have faith in the Bulldogs to cover 14 and a half, too. I think UNLV might uh, play them tough, Gabe. I have a lean like Babano to UNLV in this game. Uh, total, totals. Kind of, what, do you guys think the total's a little bit low there at 52 and a half? Yeah, there should be uh, points. Yeah, I'm thinking, yes, I I would think both offenses can score. I have a lean to the Rebels, Gabe, but it's it's a tough card, though. None of these games are easy. And by the way, Gabe, just looking at a couple of my books live, uh, 
That Marshall, if you like Florida Atlantic, you might want to get on it now. I'm seeing three and a halfs out there. It's uh, gone from four to three and a half, and Pitt, Pitt's gone from three and a half to four as we speak. Good, good. Well, I'm going to wait for it to come down. Yeah. Although I have the West Coast inputter going to pick up uh, some cards. I know you were busy uh. <laughs> preparing for the show. Uh, Cameron, you know, we're on the clock. 6.30 yep. is kickoff right now for FAU and right. Marshall. Yeah, UNLV, Fresno State, there should be a point put up on the board. I'm leaning with uh, UNLV, go fight, win, and the over. We'll hit the NFL and some NHL and some MLB on the other side with the banner. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Throwing it down here at Studio 34 on this uh, Friday evening. Babano steps up and in from his compound. Uh, the uh, the compound, the palace. Uh, hopefully uh, we're not interrupted by any canvassers uh, here this evening. It is election time. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets a knock. They're desperate. <laughs> When when is the when is it on Tuesday the vote? Oh uh, yeah yeah oh yeah they're, they're all over election day. Yep. Oh yeah Monday yeah they're, these guys Monday. have been all over in my complex. Usually it's just the Jehovah's Witness that uh, try to shake me down on the weekend. But as Babano canvassers are all over the place. Uh, tight race in the Canadian uh, federal election. Uh, the Conservatives gaining ground on Justin uh, Trudeau and the Liberals. It's going to be a tight one, Gabe. I don't know. We should put some bets on it. Some spreads. You know what? We'll all find some odds uh, for this. I'm cool. sure that uh, there, there's some odds somewhere uh, out there. All right. Uh, so we went through the college uh, football uh, games tonight. All right. Before we get into the NFL and everything else, uh, Babano, anything on the college card this week you want to get off? Uh, you want to share uh, with us on Saturday's uh, card? Yeah. I mean, top plays. I like um I like Tulane to upset Memphis. Tulane's getting plus four against Memphis. That's a much improved Tulane team. Memphis losing for the first time. They were sloppy. They had turnovers. Their defense was picked apart. And Tulane's got an offense this year. And I don't, I'm not convinced Memphis has the defense to stop it. So, and Brady White's kind of underwhelmed. I think Tulane can win that game outright. They're getting four at Memphis there. I like the over in Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech. Two good offenses. Two bad defenses, Jamar Smith for Delaw Tech, Jack Abraham for Southern Miss, two good quarterbacks. I think we'll get points there. I like points as well in the Arizona-USC game uh, in the Pac-12. I mean, I was impressed with USC moving the ball as well as they did last week, even though they lost against Notre Dame. You know, that offense was able to move the ball. Arizona's not got much of a defense, uh, but Khalil Tate and that Arizona team can still put up points. That should be a shootout between the uh, Wildcats and Trojans. 
Uh, Tulsa getting points against Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's now at the point where they're a little bit overvalued. It was a little bit of a fraudulent victory for them against Houston last week. They were outgained, but somehow they won that game and were able to cover the number as well. Tulsa's got a good defense. Tulsa got smacked around last week, but it was a bad, bad spot for them against Navy. They were off the heartbreak against SMU where they lost in overtime. They almost gave SMU their first loss of the season. I think they're in a good bounce back spot. I still think Tulsa's got a pretty good defense, and they face some tough teams. They went up against Michigan State uh, early in the season. They played some tough competition. I think they're getting too many points against Cincinnati in that game. I was all over Navy uh, last week, and I've been on Tulsa a bit uh, this year as well. All right, I do have odds, actually, right now uh, for the Canadian election, and uh, you know this is uh, at various spots. Uh, minus 150. Minus 150 right now. Justin Trudeau's favored. He'll win. And there's been a shift. And it's very detailed, actually. It's a very well-written uh, piece I'm seeing here. They have day by day. So basically, after the uh, the uh, the scandal, the blackface uh, pictures, Shear became a minus 125 favorite. But Cam, I don't know. You just stated you think Trudeau's going to win. But... The odds makers in the last couple of days have made Trudeau from plus 110 to minus 150. Exactly. And it seems like as we come down the stretch, I'm noticing online, and I noticed Trudeau's got a little jump in his step down the stretch here, Cam, and I think he thinks he's going to get there right now. It's going to be close, but he's going to get there. He's confident, but I'd like to make a, a bet liberal with minority government like because they're not going to no, you can bet that you can bet exact uh, outcome that's what i'm that, that's exactly what i'm going to bet liberal exact minority outcome. plus 150 liberal, i'm in plus 150 sold liberal minority that's value that's, that's going to happen and i think and all you guys exactly need to know conservative majority is plus 850 it's not and look the sports books called trump man before anybody else did it's true. Like all the everyone, people woke up the election day thinking Trump was going to lose. Hillary thought, everyone thought. And basically, <laughs> I noticed earlier today, man, the sports books flipped it. And I yep. caught on. I was like, man, Trump's going to win. Not like all these sports books aren't doing this because they, they know. They always know. They're always a step ahead. So, sure. you know, and like I said, it seems like they're, they keep bumping Trudeau up every like day, basically. Now he's minus 150. But yeah, you get plus 150 for a minority. Conservative majority plus 850, liberal majority. And basically they're saying here that it's going to be so tight and it could be like a, uh, you know, a collaboration basically, right? They they basically go together and the NDP is much more left-leaning. They're not going to join the sheer Conservatives. Dude. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to push Trudeau over the top. It's coalition. That's it, the word I'm looking yeah, for. Coalition. coalition. Yes, exactly right? true. They can gang up because the sheer guy does seem like quite the douche, too, right? So well, that's the thing. Like, he's a grown man. Well, that's like, the thing. He heard himself in the debate. He probably didn't see the debate, Gabe, but, I mean, he came across as a dislikable, angry little weasel. I mean, he really <laughs> did. I mean, and unfortunately, you know, that's not going to rub off too well on people. You know what it is, too, guys? Trudeau's not an angel. I'm not in love with Trudeau by any stretch, but he had a better performance. Jogmeet had a better performance. Liz May had a better performance in that debate. Sheer didn't. All right, we'll get we'll get back to the games here, but yeah, just for the people yeah, who want to bet it, we're giving you a winner. Take Trudeau, yeah, take Trudeau minority plus one. But the thing is, the, the sheer guy, all he does is just point out Trudeau this, Trudeau that, and he keeps going to like the the race stuff. It's like, dude, you think like sheer's so dumb, it's gonna backfire. Like minorities are gonna see that this guy doesn't care about them. Exactly. He's just trying to use Trudeau and stuff. 
Trudeau might have dressed up like some dude from like Aladdin or something, but they see through sheer, and it's going to backfire on him. So I would play that plus one fifty as well. All right. Uh, so um, NFL football week seven. I like what I like this week, and I'm not getting in a couple of in a way of a couple of trends. I wrote it last week, and I'm going to do it again, even though these teams are in bad spots. Um, like a good example is uh, New Orleans. All right, New Orleans in a bad spot last week. All the hipsters love the Jacksonville Jaguars. Me, I'm a hipster. Yeah, they won again. Teddy Bridgewater, Babano, now 4-0 and straight up and against the spread since he's taken over as a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. This is an incredible number, guys. He's now 27-7 and against the spread. He started 34 games. He's 27-7 and against the spread in his NFL career, which incidentally for the record, guys, is the best spread record in the history of the NFL in the Super Bowl era. Like, nobody has his 15 minimum starts. Nobody has a winning ATS percentage like this. And he's getting three and a half points. I know Alvin Kamara is going to miss the game. Yet, I don't think the Bears should be favored by three and a half. I like the Saints here. And, oh, yeah, um, they've won uh, they've won 15 straight games in the month of October. And 19 of the last 20 in the month of October. I, uh, the Trubisky might be back. I like the Saints plus three and a half. I like the Seahawks. I like the Texans. I like the Giants. Those are amongst the games I like. Yeah, for me in the NFL, uh, Giants and over against Arizona. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of points in that game. Those are two bad defenses. Uh, I think Murray will move the ball. I think Jones will move the ball. This will be a big step down in class for Jones, too, against this Arizona defense after some of the teams he's had to face. I'm actually against you on Houston. Uh, I like Indy here. Uh, off the bye, they get Darius Leonard back. We all start to get excited whenever Houston puts a couple of nice wins together like they have against a bad Atlanta team and a banged-up Kansas City team. But this is right around the time we start to get a little pumped up and excited about, oh, the Texans, look how good they look. Then the clunker, then the stinker is right around the corner. And I think that could be this game. And Reich against O'Brien's as big a mismatch as you could ask for off the bye week, extra time. Situationally, I love the Colts this week. Cam? Yeah, I think, uh, as I told you before, uh, the Jets game went up to 10. I see it's down to nine and a half. I love the this is the week the Jets. I really think they can do some things against the Patriots, and it's going to be a real, real tight game. I love them to cover that number. Uh, other games, I'm looking at Chargers. Um, with Philip Rivers getting Russell Okong back will help his uh, blind side. The guys they've had in, they've had major injuries, a little more Eckler in this game. I know uh, Tannehill's going for the Tennessee Titans, but I expect the Chargers, better road team. I'll take the two and a half points with them. Gabe, I'm not, uh, I like the Buffalo Bills a lot. I, I, they're a team I cheer for a lot. I just still think it's too many points against Atlanta. At, uh, uh, sorry, against uh, Miami, plus 17 there. Uh, I'm going to take the fish in that game, too. And uh, one of the ones that Whale Capper was talking about, an old-school uh, fight. I, the more I think about this Houston Indy game, the more I like the under, even though it's 47 and a half. Both teams are going to try to establish uh, ground attacks, especially Indianapolis. Tick, 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 tick. I'll take the under in that game. And I also like the Giants with you guys. Um, a game that's going to go over the number, guys. Seattle, and I think, you know, I listen, Houston and um, and Indianapolis have played to the under more often so than the over. You can't dispute that. But I get the feeling there's going to be points right now. Houston are just unstoppable um, on on offense to put up 84 points in the last two games. We'll see if Houston's really turned the corner and they can put this game together because they can pretty, you know, they can't lock it down, but they're going to have a pretty good uh, lead on the division 
uh, at five and two if they can win the football game. But Cam, you, you know, you, 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 you're a Seahawk fan, and I brought it up the other day, and I'm not saying it to be a jerk or something, but I know it's uh, frustrating. Like when you're like, ah, I should have bet, and I left it on the table. I left it on the table. Yet on a weekly basis, you can look at the stats, you can look at the data, and yeah. you know, I hear all these cappers. Seattle really aren't all that good. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. Well, whatever, dude. They're five and one, and they're hosting the Baltimore Ravens uh, this week. And I know everybody once again has a million reasons why Seattle's not going to win. They're zero and four at home in their last four, and all this. But Bano, the number's too low. Um, and but there's going to be points in this game. Baltimore scored 30 points a game. Russell Wilson's playing as good as he's ever played in his career. Seattle's D lets up points, yeah, too. and so did Baltimore. Same secondary. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I agree. The Baltimore secondary <laughs> it's gonna is going to go over. Bad. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I like yeah, that's another over I like. I like Baltimore-Seattle over. There's one more over that I think I was liking. I've been trying to think of what it was. It was Arizona Giants. I mentioned that already. <laughs> but, yeah, Baltimore-Seattle over. I like that one. I like that one a lot, actually. 48-48 nap. Baltimore's defense is not even close to where it's been in years past. I mean, even Cincinnati, if they don't turn the ball over as much, they would have put more points up on the board. A bad, bad Cincinnati offense last week when they played that Baltimore defense. They really missed Jimmy Smith, the cornerback, but it's not just that. Yeah. C.J. Mosley, they lost him yeah, in they're the offseason. The they're not the same defense without him. No, they're really not the same defense. You're, you're exactly right, uh, Babano. Um, listen, Seattle, man, see, it's just Seattle are coming together. They have a good chemistry. They're getting better. Their offense is getting better on a weekly basis. Their offensive line's gotten better. They're a dangerous team. You know, I've always thought Wilson and Carroll have one one Super Bowl run left in them, Cam. And one thing with Seattle, they remember and even when they were really good, when they were going to the Super Bowl and they were winning Super Bowls, they weren't a good road team. I remember like, you know, when Atlanta went to the Super Bowl, they lost in the playoffs. Right. You know, they That's went to saying. Minnesota. They only won because yeah. the Blair Witch prospect chip, you know, missed the twenty six yard, twenty three yard field goal, whatever it was. They twenty three yarder. Um they weren't good. I remember a couple of times, even Russell Wilson, as great as he is, he was kind of bad on the road a couple of times in playoff games. It's different now. These guys are road warriors now. And That's I got to believe it comes together for them at home. I think Seattle wins and it goes over, Cam. It's shocking, Gabe. And I uh, know that's the thing. Like, you follow this team and it used to be the 12th man. Like, every time they played in Seattle, it was just licensed to print money. They were great at home. They'd cover the numbers. And then all of a sudden, then you look over the last couple of years, they haven't had that home dominance. Washington Redskins went into and, and beat them, and things were really weird. They just had problems in front of their home crowd. And look at this year. Their worst performances have been at home, right? The loss to the Saints, that really wasn't that close. I told you about the backdoor touchdowns in that game. Rams, horrible team this year, missing that kick to win the game. Cincinnati, losing by one. All their bad performances, home. They've been great on the road. They've been dominant on the road. So, yeah, they flipped the script. So, that's a good point, Gabe. Now they really have to have, like, Pete Carroll should be talking. Guys, I like what we're doing on the road now, but we still have to have a home field advantage. Time to take care of business at home. All right, Babano, we're going to take a quick break. Get your uh, NHL play of the day ready uh, for us. I've been slaying the NHL this year yeah, with less is more. Love it. Last night we gave you the Minnesota Wild as well as under six. I should have jumped on the Devils in the over, too. Uh, we'll give Babano's NHL play today on the other side. Game time to sit and continues. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Decisions rolls on. Great bet. And our boy Pete agrees. I just tweeted out. Uh, I said, I stay pretty silent on the Canadian election, uh, but for betting purposes, liberal minority plus 150 is a great bet. I said, don't tweet at me. I don't care who you're voting for. Because <laughs> exactly. I know now, I stress, yeah. not an endorsement. It's a bet. Bet. It's like, you're not a fan of every team you give the, to pick to win a game, Babano. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem you talk of politics from a betting perspective. I know. Oh, this guy's a left wing. He's right wing because he's picking this or that. No, yeah. I'm just telling you. Bet. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Decision. Yeah. yeah, you look at yeah, the odds exactly. makers. It's not rocket yeah. science. They got to share it plus 850 to win a majority. That's not yeah. happening. If now it was going to happen, it wouldn't be 850. <laughs> yeah, conservative reps on my line. Yeah. Ding, ding, oh, you're not voting conservative? Click. Yeah, anyway, they've been trying to shake me <laughs> down every day. They're so desperate for votes. It's like, screw off. So there's radio shows. To yeah, do. I'm, betting, oh, I'm betting Tulane tomorrow, but that doesn't mean I'm a fan or yeah, exactly. a season ticket well, you will for be. Tulane football. You will be a yeah. fan. You will be a fan yeah. if they if they cover. <laughs> Green wave. So, Green paper. What's, what's your NHL uh, lock of the night, Papano? Uh, let's hope for goals in Washington. Uh, we like the Rangers and the Capitals over six and a half tonight. Uh, New York was one of those teams coming into the season. I thought they'd be much improved offensively with Capocacco there and Artemi Panarin and just a lot more scoring depth to support Mika Zibanejad and company. Uh, and I think they'll be better offensively. But as we saw last night against New Jersey, they're still a little bit of a train wreck in their own zone. Uh, and their goaltending, Georgiev, and the aging Lundqvist will be in net tonight. Not exactly something I trust and Holtby, who's in net for Washington, he's had a horrible start to the season. Just absolutely brutal. Both of these teams are scoring right now. Yeah, give me the over, Rangers-Capitals. One more two in the NFL. I like the Rams. Buy low. Sean McVay and company get off the schneid this week. The Ramsey trade pumps them up a little, and Atlanta's a disaster. I like the Rams on Sunday. I agree. I agree. Well, you know what? The Falcons are a train wreck. Quinn's going to get fired soon. Um, we'll hit every NFL game on the other side. Thanks, Babano. 